Hello again. This is uh, part three of the, the whole Yellowstone Masters. Part two. No, it's part three. Anyways, where we last left off was their long lost brother, XX Coon, otherwise known as 1010 Coon, started attacking their village with an army of monsters, and an ancient prophecy was given. This kingdom. Sh shall not last something 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 I forget what it was already but an ancient prophecy was given and the prophecy was unfortunately fulfilled shoot sorry I just dropped something anyways now we continue on the battle of the village that may cost the kingdom and the village its life here we go so, as they were as they were getting ready to fight, they imagined weapons that that they that they wanted. Maybe hopefully you remember what they were because I don't. Uh, they lashed out towards him in hopes to defeat him, but it would not be that easy. He had been trapped in an in cross dimension in a cross dimension from this one sealed away by other people which we'll learn about in like episode 50 he had learned a thing or two and harnessed the power of dark magic he was un unbeatably strong and was soon to take over the world he he did not take any ease on destroying them he knew this would be an easy fight he did not waste any breath on it he lashed out vicious buying thingies at them, grabbing them and not letting go, squeezing every ever so slighter, every so stronger. Every minute they began to lose oxygen. He did not show sympathy, though they were friends. He did not, or no, though they were brothers, he did not show show sympathy. As, as those were taken care of, he began to make his way around the village, destroying everything. The king's strongest men could not even lay a scratch on him. Whenever they fired arrows, he simply paused them in midair and reflected them. Whenever he landed on ground, king's men would surround him with swords and everything they had. They lashed out with their fiercest blows, the quickest speed. The most powerful cannonballs. It did nothing. They had no choice but to call in for other villagers' helps, and hopefully, the, and hopefully more. As they made, as they made arrangements for the, for the thing to be contained, and to be defeated, he continued raging across the across the village. But once he had done enough damage to the village, he he eyed he eyed the castle. He thought it may be an interesting place to start his reign of terror. He began to make his way to it. The king's men were focused on nothing but him. The medics had been called to take care of the peasants who had been hurt, getting them to safer grounds. As the king's men tried hard to defeat him. Once again, they did nothing. 
it was it seemed impossible to defeat to defeat the monster. It was it was or at least it was very hard to. As he continued making his way to the castle, as he continued making his way to the castle, more army men arrived. Some more armed than others, some more powerful than others. These ones were able to stall him for a little bit while the king was able to escape to safer grounds with the peasants. And even though they may stall him, nothing would stop him from making his way to whatever he wanted. As he pursued, as he pursued the castle, more, more and more armies, uh, more and more armies arrived. Some with swords that looked enchanted. Some with swords that were plain. Some with swords that looked bigger than anything. Some with literal like. I don't even know. Some with bows. They all did their best, but nothing would stop him. He was immortal, undying. There was no way to defeat him. But they must. But they had to find a way to at least stall him, so the king could get to safety and everyone could evacuate safely. There's no time to lose. Bark the king's men. As they tried to stop him. Eventually he had had enough of their little games. He decided to actually take out some of his force. With a quick snap of his fingers and a flick of his wrist. All the king's men were floated up and were tossed aside. Some were chained to the more powerful ones were chained to the ground. The others ran away in fear. Others stayed back to try and hold the beast, but were shot down by armies of his own. Eventually, he ordered his armies to take down the remaining kings and hunt down the villagers and make them slaves or kill them. As the monsters went went to the went to the villages to capture slaves and kill those who didn't serve him. They, an unsuspecting force obliterated, destroyed them. This, the Yellowstone and his brothers had gotten free, and were and started destroying monsters that dared approach the village. You know, I think I'm getting the hang of this. Yelled one. Me too. Yelled another. They were fighting back the monsters. And right now I'm going to start saying their names so that you can understand. Redstone with it had a large claymore that he could swing around and harness the power of fire with. Bluestone had a spear he could manipulate water with. Pinkstone had magic that, that she couldn't do much with, but she was getting the hang of it. Yellowstone was equipped with a sword. That he could divide into double swords and merge into one sword once again. The single sword did more damage, but made made him move a little slower, just a little bit. Double swords made him move quicker, but less powerful. But made him, but could also let him do something called a uh, quick attack. 
which I'll explain later. They just they defended the city. Redstone and bluestone, well, and Yellowstone went to go pursue Black Ten Ten Coon, but and and the uh, Pinkstone stayed behind to help defend the village. As they as they flew towards him, they were discussing something. How are we going to defeat him? Asked Redstone. It, it's seemingly impossible, said Bluestone. Well, we're going to find a way, and we're going to use that way. He's going to go down, said Yellowstone. As they got closer and closer, they could feel his dark magic vibrating through the air. Once they had to stop because... It seemed to be training their power when he got close. Then, it, the power must have slowed them down. Because when they finally caught up to him, it was too late. He had gotten to the castle and decided to make it his own. He concentrated all of his power, all of his magic, all of his strength. And his two hands spewed it across the castle, turning a black red. Blood red. Wait, hold on. I said that wrong. He turned to black like the color of night. Red like the color of blood of the end of those who did not serve him. It looked, it looked as if someone, if the night had consumed the castle. Some may say it did. A great beast emerged at the top of the castle, keeping it guard. It swirled around it, almost as it was half-ghost, but it looked more like a dragon, prote protecting it like a barrier. It would not let anything it did not like through destroy it or, or, or imprison it. They knew there was nothing they could do now. He had won. It was only a matter of time until he would take over the whole kingdom. They knew there was absolutely nothing they could do. They didn't see the point in trying. We'll have to try anyway. He may have won this, but he, but I will absolutely refuse to let him take over the entire kingdom, said Yellowstone. If... If... Hold on. Sorry, I got lost in thought. Brainstorming ideas. If we sacrifice our lives for the good of this kingdom, I will do it. If if sacrificing our lives means destroying this threat, if sacrificing our lives means saving the kingdom, so be it. They floated slowly as almost disappointed that they could not save the day. The orb was wrong. They were not the chosen ones. Little did they know, inside the castle on his throne, he was converting something, a cannon of some sort. It was large, and it had a big shoot theme. He was constructing a missile to fire at it. This missile will not destroy the kingdom, but do something opposite. He knew that the only threat was Yellowstone and his brothers, so he decided 
to make them unaware of this, unaware of their powers. Leaders of those who fall and eventually make them slaves too. As he constructed it, he figured he may spare Yellowstone so he could torture him with his own wrath, so he would not erase the mind of him. As he when he finally converted all of his power into it, he was he loaded into a large cannon ball, which he loaded into the cannon. Just before firing it, he mumbled this: "Long live the kingdom." He shot it. It was like a meteor coming towards Earth. Everyone was silent. Nobody moved. Nobody breathed. As it came towards Earth, the people in the path of the giant cannibal ran and screamed. Well, screamed. Screamed. Yeah. As they ran away from the giant flying ball. And just before landing on the ground, it a voice came out of nowhere and whispered, Let this be the chosen one. Let this be the chosen one path down his road of righteousness. Then it hit. A bright light filled the sky once again, but everyone saw it this time. Everything that they saw erased. For a split second, it was an empty void of nothing. Nothing at all. No land, no ground, no sky, no nothing. A white and black empty void of nothing. Then, it all went black. That's where we're going to leave it for this part. We'll continue in part four. Or, at this point I've lost track. We'll continue in part four of this whole thing. And believe me, this is where it gets good. See you next time, which I'll probably record tonight. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.